All right, welcome everyone for this episode of uh, What's Up Delano. This is our second installation of this. Uh, we have some more information from Mr. Gary Gerard, so stay tuned. Well, one of the major items, I believe, in the Delano area is after 35 years in education and serving the Delano Joint Union High School District since 2006, Dr. Terry Knuckles has decided to retire. Her retirement was effective November 1st. However, her uh, uh, resignation letter will not be acted upon until the high school board of trustees meeting, which is scheduled on Tuesday, November the 13th. Dr. Knuckles began her work in education as a substitute teacher in the Porterville Unified School District, eventually hired as an English instructor at Menachee High School. Then in July of 2006, she came to Delano as the learning director at Cesar E. Chavez High School. In 2009, Dr. Knuckles was named principal at Delano High School, and then in July of 2012, she became the director of the Delano Adult School. Dr. Knuckles was named Delano Joint Union High School District Superintendent in November of 2015. Under her leadership, the district continued to thrive and its schools have consistently ranked within the top schools in Kern and Tulare counties. Under the guidance of Dr. Knuckles, the district has been committed to providing college and career opportunities for students. There's been a significant increase in college partner relationships in the district and it's overhauled the CTE pathway classes to better align with its college partners. Dr. Knuckles' vision and leadership have helped to make the change while creating seamless transitions for students. She was instrumental in collaborating with Bakersfield College to begin the new industrial automation pathway at Robert F. Kennedy High School. In addition, Dr. Nichols has been instrumental in moving the district's dual enrollment program forward, providing students with the opportunity to earn valuable college credits while attending classes on their high school campuses. Now, dual enrollment, uh, for those who might not be familiar with that, that means you are taking a class at the campus of Delano High School or Cesar E. Chavez or Robert F. Kennedy, and you receive high school credit. At the same time, you are receiving college credit, and you uh, get the college credit even though you do not have to buy the books, and even though you have to pay no tuition type fee, you're getting the same education offered to you at no extra charge. Dr. Nichols says she will miss the day-to-day contact with staff and students. She's looking forward to spending time with her children and grandchildren as well as her mother. In her letter to the staff, Dr. Knuckles stated, My years in the district have been the best of my career, and it's because of the dedicated and talented staff that serve this community. I know that Delano Joint Union High School District will continue to thrive, and our students will continue to excel in academic achievement and extracurricular activities. Her replacement uh, will probably not be decided upon, but uh, the process will probably be mentioned at the next meeting, which is November the 13th. Uh, it's uh, it's going to be, uh, so I mean, to see her go away, I mean, as a, to retire, I mean, I know she put a lot of years in district. I remember her back at Cesar E. Chavez High School and all the work that she did to help, uh, even with the band, with everything. So, I mean, it's, it's just it's sad to see her go, but I know she's got to move on and have her time with her family, so... 
Uh, even though I've only been a substitute teacher, I have known her because uh, I believe she was a substitute. She was a substitute teacher herself uh, for my son at Monachi High School, and she's a good friend with my daughter as well. All right, Mr. Gerard, what else do we have this week? Well, moving across to the elementary school district, an interesting evening will be Monday, November the 5th. That That is the evening in which uh, the... Elementary School Board of Trustees is supposed to receive a report on whether Trustee Ramon Cardenas has followed the district's direction to complete certain types of training that were expected to be finished by November 1st. Now, last year, they gave the same edict to him, and he did not follow it. Uh, he has not been at recent meetings. He called in sick at the last meeting, and it is interesting to, uh, to consider whether he will be present at the Monday meeting, if he will say that he uh, followed the uh, instructions of the other board members or if he has declined to do them. And the following day is November 6th, and it will be interesting because that is the voting day. If he's returned to office, he'll probably face the same scrutiny of the other board members. If he's out of office, the question will become a mute one. So November 5th is the date of the Elementary School Board of Trustees meeting. November 6th is the voting for positions, and he is one of the uh, incumbents who is up for re-election. Uh, that just is a, a side to that. I always wonder uh, how people are deciding upon the people that they're voting for now. Uh, Delano is a small community, but not a lot of interaction among the people in the public except those uh, for social reasons. And I wonder, is it the uh, signs that you see in the uh, yards <clears throat> or on the streets, or is it the mailers that go out, or is it personal contact with people? Or uh, are people voting for incumbents, or are they just going by a name that they see on a sign? I think that would be a great study to take, make among uh, voters, but one that would probably take a great deal of time to uh, consider. And Mr. Mendoza, you probably have some thoughts on that as well. Uh, well, I think that's why we started this podcast in the first place, because we wanted to get some people on her, or all the candidates actually, but unfortunately we weren't able to. We did reach out. Uh, to all of the council members, uh, we got back a few, um, the, as well as the elementary school board, as well as everyone, everyone that represented Delano. Uh, we did get a lot of uh, uh, denies, and, and thank you for considering, but we, we were just going to opt out of it. So, I mean, I, I was kind of sad about that because I did want to see everybody on here. Uh, just to have everybody learn and everybody to see face-to-face because, -face, I, I mean, I feel in the past that we've only had signs. We've only seen the signs and the mailers and or the, everybody walking door to door. So unless they come to your door and you get lucky enough to see them, you really don't need, you really don't get to learn about them or see anything until they're actually elected. And then it's like, okay, now no, we got to replace this person, or we or we got to see who else is going to run for it. So I mean, that was the whole point of this podcast. Uh, but we've grown into something more, and maybe in the future that'd be something to have a uh, a group podcast with everyone for each office that's for up open and hopefully everybody will be open to to be on that maybe we could do live or comments i know mean, some people have uh, stopped me around town and say hey maybe we should have had a comment one where we could send in our questions and we could comment to ask live because i mean it'd be kind of good to put people kind of on the spot and people see that because i mean that's that's a real thing you do you see it on kget you see it on the bigger news coverages where uh, assemblymen and the Senate people were on there, but you didn't really get to see that 
for any of the local stuff. So yeah, maybe in the future, that'd be something for us to definitely take on. Well, it's going to be interesting, and I have I have a great deal of admiration for anybody who runs for public office because uh, that is quite a challenge in time, energy, education, and people uh, on one side of an issue and people on the other side of the issue. And I think one of the things people like to say is, well, I'm going to go in there because we're going to spend money to do a certain thing. But I think when they get in there, they find out that almost all the money is ticketed for certain expenses, and the board members really have a very minute control over a very small segment of, of a budget. So even though the budget may be in the millions of dollars, uh, what they can control is maybe in the just in the low thousands of dollars. Well, at Delano High School, I ran across Rebecca Garcia, who's the drum major for the Delano High School Band and one of the outstanding students at that uh, school in Delano. And uh, I asked her for information about the three Delano schools, their bands competing in the recent Howl event at Ridgeville, Ridgeview High School. Now, if you're not sure what Howl refers to, it's because uh, I believe the mascot for Ridgeview High School is the Wolf Pack, so they call their uh, band event the Howl. So last Saturday, Delano High School's band was in Class A and placed first, uh, pardon me, placed second, and in the same division, Robert F. Kennedy High School was third. The Cesar E. Chavez High School band is in the 3A division, and in the 3A division, Cesar Chavez placed first. Some other interesting information, I spoke recently with Art Armanderas, who is the field representative for 4th District Supervisor David Couch, and I know there was concern about Cinco, from Cinco de Mayo about the fencing that was taken down uh, at Memorial Park, which would make it impossible for the uh, Cinco celebration to charge admission for people to come on the grounds for the activities in the carnival. Well, according to Armanderas, he has met with representatives of Delano's Cinco de Mayo and Harvest Holiday celebrations, and he said that an agreement has been worked out that there will be temporary uh, fencing placed at the park at the time of the celebrations. Armanderas also explained that the Little League baseball diamonds at Memorial Park are located on county property except for one dirt area diamond to the south of the concession stand. And Armandera said that he and Little League leaders have worked together to improve the area. But he said that as far as the dirt diamond is concerned, that it will have to be the Little League working things out with the city of Delano. And I've been by the Chamber of Commerce recently, and you're a director for that, so you know as much as I do that Delano's annual Christmas parade is scheduled for Tuesday, which is uh, December the 4th and that the parade chairperson is Delilah Mascarinas for the chamber, and the theme is Christmas Around the World, and those applications should be available after about one more week. Also at the chamber, I just happened to walk in at the right time to, to meet a young lady uh, named uh, Nieves Carrera, and she is the event coordinator for a new facility called... Davino Event Center at 1427 South Lexington Street. She reports that the facility has a capacity of 500 guests. It's available for banquet, social events, and anything, according to uh, Ms. Carrera. And she may be reached at 661-725-2271 or 661-706-3646.
I was also interested that she said she's been in discussions with uh, the advisor from Delano High School for the junior class. That's Mark Gomez, who's also the tennis coach at Delano High. And uh, they're talking about whether they can work out something for the prom to be at the new event center. Uh, the prom is scheduled May 18th. And for recent years, it's been held in Visalia. And for many, many years, I've been concerned that the school district and its trustees have been in a precarious position as far as liability for any accidents or any uh, problems that might exist by going away from uh, the community of Delano. And also is a uh, situation that there's a loss of funds because it's a, a big expense and most of the money ends up in Visalia rather than Delano. Also by the chamber, I learned that uh, families and children who would like to have furnished Christmas gifts through Delano's Toys for Tots distribution, which is December 15th at Memorial Park Exhibit Building, they're requested to get their uh, sign-in forms in immediately to the chamber office because uh, it'll take a while for the process to go about to have all the, the gifts ready to uh, hand out at the Delano Community Connection Center at 1842 Norwalk, which carries out the uh, process. So I believe that the forms are available for pickup by people who wish to uh, be on the gift list. I think they are available at the Community Connection Center and also at the Chamber of Commerce. And we business- actually, uh, on, oh, on, on the, sorry about that, on the uh, Toys for Tots, uh, we do have actually, uh, we've been talking with them or they, they, they approached us and um, we're going to have one of the, I believe it's one of the Marines is going to be coming on there that's, that's in charge of uh, Toys for Tots. Um, so we'll actually be able to provide a little bit more information on that uh, within the coming week because he's going to be coming on for a podcast and we're going to talk about that and give everybody more information, go a little bit more in depth about that. So uh, we'll try and get more as that comes along. Well, I do know that Alex Grijalva, for many years, he's a Delanoan. He's the local coordinator for the collection and distribution. And uh, I've known Alex a long time, and he's a person that uh, gives of his time and energies as well. Uh, my condolences recently. I saw the death of Mrs. Kathleen Zimmerman, and she was the daughter of the late Sterling and Helen Cole, who were for many years uh, community leaders in Delano. She survived by her husband, Cecil. And I first met Cecil when he was teaching uh, welding in the North Kern Regional Center on, located on the Delano High School campus. And he uh, did a great uh, service to the cheerleaders of Delano High School in fixing up a trailer that they had at the time, doing all the welding that was necessary. Then I was shocked when I read in the newspaper today the death of uh, Leah uh, Moore, who I had known for a long time, and her, uh, her children as well, and her husband, Gary Moore. He is a super person, and I certainly give condolences to Gary and to the family. Well, we also have some report uh, from Rochelle Reams, the FFA advisor at Delano High School, and she reported some uh, good showings by the Future Farmers of America members at Delano High during the recent Junior Livestock Show connected with the Harvest Holidays. And uh, some of the winners are these students should be mentioned, Corelli Ione, Jasmine Garcia, Yvette Espino, Armando Fernandez, Sergio Lozano, Jasmine Contreras, Emily Villegas, Amanda Cabrera, Ethan Carrillo, Sarah Lopez, John Seltzer, and Alexis Farrell. 
And that reminds me, as far as Harvest Holiday is concerned, the people who have suggestions, ideas, or wish to take part in the planning for next year's event, the next meeting of Harvest Holidays will be Thursday, uh, November the, I believe it's November the 13th, uh, at the Chamber of Commerce office at uh, on High Street in Delano. And if I'm wrong on November 13th, that is the second Thursday of the month of November. And uh, it starts at 5.30, and anybody is welcome to stop by and give input on that. I had a, a recent item in my column, Delano Ramblings, and I wanted to straighten out that the headline uh, was not mine, but it was all, uh, done by a person with good intentions. And it read, high schools, youth programs need more support from local businesses. Well, I, I think the person who read the story, I, I must not have done a very good job of outlining what I meant. Local businesses do a great job of supporting. It's the chain stores that come in that uh, their managers uh, and their directors, they have no, uh, no way of uh, actually handling requests for uh, sponsoring little league teams or giving donations. Everything is through uh, their chains and the higher headquarters and I didn't mean anything about the local businesses. They're the ones that keep these activities going. Well, last uh, night, Friday night, it was uh, Robert F. Kennedy High School football team hosting McLean High School Scots of Fresno. And uh, it was the Kennedy team coming through with a victory. And it was by a score of 57 to 15. And uh, one of the men who stood out for... Robert F. Kennedy was a young man with some speed named Yonkani Sandoval. He scored the first touchdown for Kennedy on a six-yard run. Then he came back with a 39-yard touchdown run. Then he had an 80-yard touchdown run. And uh, by halftime, I believe he had four touchdowns, and he finished with five touchdowns in the game. Uh, others scoring were Tyreek Walker, the leading rusher for the season for Kennedy, Ricardo Aguirre with a 16-yard return of a fumble. Uh, quarterback David Estrada uh, was on the throwing end of a 27-yard pass to Sandoval. That was his fourth touchdown of the game. Then in the third quarter, they put in a substitute quarterback, and the first thing he did was throw a pass to Sandoval for a 66-yard touchdown. And uh, Kennedy went on, and uh, there was a young man named Mesa, and I don't even know his first name, and he ran 50 yards for another touchdown. So things looked very bright for the Kennedy Thunderbirds last night. And in the second round, they will move on this coming Friday night, and they will be the host team to the Arvin Bears, a team that they defeated in the South Sequoia League uh, regular football game. And uh, game time for that at Kennedy on Friday night will be 7 p.m. Well, while they were playing and winning, Cesar Chavez had the rough go of traveling north and losing at Kerman to the Kerman Lions by a score of 35 to nothing. Delano High School elected not to go into the football playoffs. Uh, they had a great many injuries and a suspension at the end of the year that left them uh, short in many areas, and it was a wise decision. I'm looking at the schedule for Delano High School's boys basketball, and I know Coach Aaron Estrada is very enthusiastic about the coming season. He said they had a good uh, summer of uh, basketball in tournaments and in the Garces League, and the first uh, action for the Delano High boys basketball will be Saturday, November, 27, uh, November 17th, that is, at North High School in scrimmages, 
And the first game of the season will be Monday, November 26th against the South Bakersfield Rebels. A freshman team will play at four to be followed by the JV and varsity games. And the Delano High School basketball girls will have a new head coach, Shauna Gravel. And when she was at Delano, she was uh, earlier in the 2000s, she was Shauna Conway. And so she's a very experienced person. She's coached before here. She was back in Canada and finally gained entrance back in the United States and is back at Delano High School in the physical education department and in the coaching area. And on Tuesday, November 13th, the Delano girls basketball teams will be host to Robert F. Kennedy, Farmersville, and Strathmore in scrimmages. And then on Saturday, November 17th, they are scrim- uh, scheduled for scrimmages in Bakersfield. And on November 26th, they're scheduled to play at South Bakersfield. First home game for Delano girls will be Wednesday, November 28th, against rival Cesar E. Chavez High School. And in soccer... The boys and girls teams of Delano will both be in action in scrimmages on Tuesday, November the 13th. It will be the boys soccer team of Delano High School at East Bakersfield for a scrimmage. And uh, home that day, November 13th, will be the girls soccer team scrimmaging East Bakersfield and Bakersfield Christian. And those are the highlights, I believe, for the week in Delano as far as the information I've gathered. And thank you for inviting me again, Andrew Mendoza. All right, Mr. Jar, we thank you very much for keeping us up to date on everything here in Delano and hope to see you back again uh, after post-election because we have elections on Tuesday, city council meeting. Got a busy week coming up, so uh, hopefully we'll have a lot of news, see how everything plans out with elections and this upcoming city council meeting. Until then, I'll see you on the next episode.